Join Daniel and Nikki, bridging the gap between all things nerd and pop culture. You're listening to Dick with a Chick. Well, hello, Nikki. Well, hello, Daniel. It is a... It's a chilly Thursday night here in North Carolina. What is um, it? A whole seventy degrees? It's about it's about eighty six degrees. Okay, well, fuck off for for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, it's it's dipped down into it was about forty this morning. Oh wow! Good Shit for, good for you. Almost good, good for you. What are it's we about, looking at there in uh, Michigan? It's 52. Real feels 45 degrees, but it's a bit windy. And Michigan is back on full-blown lockdown. Yes, because everyone in my state is a piece of shit. Right. Go on. Um, they love to try and kidnap our governor. And actually, right. not only that, but today I read Y'all article. Google that. I read that article, too. <laughs> Did you read the article that's yes. recently been out? Oh, my God. I read it earlier today. Yeah, they were going to plan a full-on, like, execution-style rounding up of, you know, like, senators, representatives, things like, you know, just general uh, uh, political figures in our state and execute them. It's because hunting season started last weekend, and they took it a little too serious. That is completely insane I do not care like I don't want to you know start out all political immediately however I don't care who you vote for I don't care what side you're on that is insane it's absolutely completely wackadoo like (laughs) I cannot believe that it's a real thing happening in 2020 if you would have told me if my grandparents would have been like yeah they tried killing our governor one time I would have been like yeah that tracks because you're like yeah right (laughs) yeah and it was a lawless time back in the 30s but like now what no and the fact that it's not it's like I only knew that because I was I was looking into because obviously I'm from Michigan when the lockdown took effect because I didn't know because we haven't talked this week yeah and so I looked it up and that was one of the articles that came up and then I'm like no <laughs> yes it's completely insane and I guarantee oh three out of the ten people involved went to our high school <laughs> yeah, out. no shit. Like, you know, I talk a lot of shit about people. And, and, they, I make... and they probably drove the same vehicles. Is oh, all for saying. sure. <laughs> a, rate of, a lifted 4x4, like, or Ford F1, F250, whatever. Some fucking bullshit. Anyway, I mean, I make fun of a lot of people a lot of the time. But would I ever carry out a plan to kidnap someone or murder someone (laughs) I don't have that much hate in my heart for anything I don't have that much commitment in my heart for anything I don't have that much yeah I don't have that much care it's like what I say at work all the time when when someone's like hey I have a doctor's appointment I have to leave early and like I tell people when I first start I'm like I'm gonna be straight with you you're gonna if you walk by me and you are on fire I won't care (laughs) you do you I'm gonna do me like don't care I can't even pick a Netflix uh, movie within two hours uh, yeah before my dinner cools (laughs) like (laughs) I've eaten I've eaten three full meals by the time I decide what I'm gonna watch there's no way I'm gonna execute anyone (laughs) (laughs) right not a chance I guarantee a, a dirty 30-pack of bush light was involved with that whole planning yeah, of whatever sure. was happening. Anyways. Some, some natties. Let's, uh, without being so dramatic, let's get into my favorite category. Some, some humps and dumps, if you will. Yes, let's hump and dump. Humps and dumps uh so my
my hump and dump, I'm going to do them together. They relate to the last podcast. So go back and listen. Um, It's something Nikki convinced me to do. I started Game of Thrones last weekend. Yes, my precious. (laughs) And I have a lot to say. But I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to, you know, boil it down. I'm on season three right now and season oh three, God. episode seven. So I'm I'm going through it. Okay. And uh, so my hump is there's a lot of badass bitches in this show, mm-hmm. which yeah. I was kind of expecting, but like not to this extent, because. I find the women the only interesting characters in the show to some extent. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, I agree. They're, they, well, they just seem more cunning than everyone else, which yeah. is how I experience the real world. <laughs> yeah. So, so who's like your favorite character at this point, season three, episode seven? Um, that's hard to say. Or give me, like, a top, like, three. Okay. Okay. So, I think my low-key favorite, which is um, the whore who's with uh, Tyrion, the yeah. uh, uh, Dinklage with... Yeah. Peter Dinklage. Tyrion. Yeah. Lannister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyrion. His, the whore he's in love with. Yeah, because I cannot remember her name, but I do. She subtly has a lot more power than than you realize. But that's what I like about women, about Mm -hmm. like a lot of women don't realize that their femininity is power. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I like that they emphasize that, like even um, Cersei. Cersei, yeah. Yeah. Like she even says, like, learning to woo a man because like a flip of the hair can make them do whatever you want like I think there's something very powerful in that statement to like you know but then 100% to, yeah to contrast that like the one there's like that female knight who's like a badass she's like yeah. eight feet tall you know yep. like the, so it's like it's Super. almost like a statement like you can be whatever you want which I think is cool I think her name is Bryn. Um, yeah. And, and so it's like, yeah, a woman can be both. Like, yeah, I like her to. very much. Yeah. Um, okay. So I will say my dump just about the show. A lot of boob. Not yeah. into it. Um, <laughs> there is an extreme amount of boob. Yeah. A lot of white boob. Yeah. Not into it. And, um, the King Joffrey, that fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> he looks like Dylan, my little stepbrother from, like, years ago. hmm He is so fucking annoying. Like, and, of course, he has to be, like, the last type of man I like. Blonde, <laughs> blue eyes, Sorry. thin lips. It's, like, not yeah. into it. He is the antithesis of, like just everything that is well it's just like put my first fucking boyfriend on the screen might as well like it's Mm -hmm. not into it but besides that I do like the show but it is really slow for my taste just because I'm used to reading yeah manga and stuff where shit just like you know it that happens, is, and there's eight storylines going on at one yes, time. Yes, I think that's why it seems so slow is because, and then there's some episodes where it's like, holy shit, so much stuff just happened. What yeah, the hell just death, happened? Death, death, and death. then it'll be like five episodes of like, well, we're gonna go walk across fucking Minas Tirith. Yeah, <laughs> that's from like, Lord that of the Rings. But still, been like bathing for twenty minutes on this episode. Like, exactly. It's yeah. a ripper. Oh, that's Actually, no. I know who my favorite bitch is. Marjorie. Margaret. She she knows what she's doing. She's Mm -hmm. a ginger. And I Mm -hmm. love it. And Cersei fucking hates her. Yes. She was one of my favorites for sure. You kind of look like her. Oh, thank you. That is the best compliment I 
could ever have ever and will ever receive in my life. So thank well, you. I mean, if there's one show you should have been on, it's this because your skin, because like <laughs> it's never felt a, a ultraviolet a light on it. Yeah, a ray of sunshine. <laughs> um, her, I, have you seen her grandma at any point? I think it's her grandma. I can't remember. Yeah, season her three. Oh, she's yeah. in it a lot. Yes. I, I honestly thought that was um, Princess Leia, that bitch, for a little bit. No. And I'm like, but, she has a wonderful British accent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that lady a lot, too. Um, she, mm-hmm. her, and, her and Marjorie, yeah, they were definitely some of my favorites. She's, she's fearless, and she tells, like, every man she meets how, like, disappointing it is yeah. that they didn't live up to the their rumors about that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, you're basically a piece of shit compared to what I <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, how easily you back down right there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, Unfazed. I am a Love huge it. fan of them. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll do a fuller report once I get like halfway through. But um, Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, so what are your humping dumpers for the so, week? I have, this is just a weird occasion. It's, I don't really know if it's a hump or a dump or what it is. It was just something very weird that happened in my life. And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I get up one morning and like go and start my coffee and start getting things around for school and whatnot. And, um, I had a bag of trash that needed to go out to the curb because our trash can was already out there, uh, because it was trash day. So I bag it up and I run it out through my front door and we have this porch area. You okay. So you have to go, go out of our door. I've been there, been there, yep. seen it. You have to go out of the door and then you have a second door to go out of. So I, I open up the first set of doors and, and I start hearing like this banging sound, just like bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And it's a fucking bird in my porch. And first of all, don't know how it got in there. Uh, There's no windows open. There's no spaces that it could have come in. We literally never use that door except when I go out to get mail once in a great while. So it's like not open to the public, you know? So I was like, it's an enclosed porch, you know? Was it a robin? What kind of state state bird of Michigan? It was just a regular, like, you know, brown, like sparrow type or, you know, whatever normal ass smallish bird right it was just trying to kill itself then live it in your w- home well it freaked out i think because i <laughs> yeah <laughs> much like we all do here um and i was like that's kind of weird but okay and then i kept hearing it and there was another bird and i was like okay well i'm gonna run this trash out there's and deal a whole with this goddamn family there were three fucking birds in my porch <laughs> And my daughter kind of freaking out a little bit because she's like, what's going on? There's all this banging husband sleeping soundly, even though the (laughs) birds are banging up against the window right next to the bedroom. (laughs) Not a difference did that make. So I run the trash out come back in and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just open up the door. So hopefully they fly out, but they won't stop bashing into the windows. And I was like, these birds are going to kill themselves straight up, break their necks. Like, right. <laughs> I'm going to have three dead Thanksgiving. birds in my porch. And, you know, I got a kid like, Mommy, what's going on? Why are these birds trying to murder themselves? So I was like, okay, um, what I'm going to do is hopefully not get my eyeballs pecked out. And I'm going to try and, like, capture them. Because they're not, I'm going to shoo them towards the open door, right? One we of them take flies a very out. different approach to this, I'll tell you that. I know what your approach is, and it would involve a lot of screaming, I think. Um, but so I get a lot one. Of swatting. I, I shoehorned one kind of like out the door, and I was like, okay, one down, two to go. One of them flies from one end of the porch to the other, which is a good 20, 30 feet, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Smacks right into the window and falls <laughs> to the ground. Does not move. And I was like, okay, Stomp two on down. It. Yeah. And I went over to it and it knocked itself straight out. So I picked it up and was kind of like petting it awake, hoping that it wasn't completely dead. 
What do you mean you? It's just a bird. It's like a yeah. Okay. Animal. Well, then, now we'll go back ten years to bird flu instead of COVID. <laughs> well, it wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna bite me, and I washed my hands. So anyway, um, afterwards, so I like get it awake, kind of, and it's like sitting on my finger, like with its little uh, bird feet. And so I'm carrying around this bird while I'm trying to get this other <laughs> what one. Are you, what are you, the homeless lady from, I'm like home, from home Alone, alone? 2, yeah. Lost in New York? <laughs> I like that that's the first thing you think of, is the pigeon lady from Home Alone and not like, I don't know, fucking Snow White or some shit. I can't be the pretty princess that can, that can control animals. I no, you're the, the old, dirty bird lady, lady. Yeah. who lives above the church. <laughs> So I have this, and the whole time, daughter's like, Kevin, like, what are you doing? Why are you holding that bird? What's happening? And I was like, he knocked himself out. So I'm going to take care of this one and I'm going to try and get this other one. So I set the one down and I go, the other one knocks itself all loopy. And I was like, God damn. So now I got two half dead birds. (laughs) 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 So I take the one that's like less loopy and I set it down and it flew off immediately. And I was like, okay, that's good. And then I have to go back to the other one. That one is like, I feel like it might have broke its fucking legs or something because it's like not quite acting right. So I went and got it a little bowl and put some water in it and I took it and out. And drowned it? And like, I drowned it. it no. That's, <laughs> you know what's so funny is Chad said the same thing. He's like, you drowned that bird? And I was like, no. <laughs> I gave it some water because it was clearly like probably on knocking on death's door and uh, let it sit for a minute. And then I set it outside and it kind of hopped down the steps and then it took off. And I was like, okay, I've done my part. So, sorry, sorry. Let me, let me uh, go back to what category we're on, humps and dumps. Is this a hump or a dump? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was so weird. I was like, it's kind of a dump because it's weird. But at the same time, I, you know, I saved a bird from completely actually killing itself. Maybe oh. one to three birds. So that's kind of like nice. And I feel like we'll talk about this off air. Like, I, Jesus. I, I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's like a little bit of a superstition in a way where like, I feel like if I put enough like good energy out towards animals, like maybe I'll receive something that's not a complete bummer in my life. Like maybe. I mean, you know, when I was younger, a bat was flying around my room and, Troy Adams threw a blanket on it and I crushed it with a frying pan. So Okay, well, um that might explain a few things. I don't know. But okay. Okay. not gonna judge. Uh I'm like just gonna say like you haven't seen a, a bat in my home growing up. <laughs> or a raccoon or a, a very yeah. small dog that won't shut up. Um no, but yeah, that was it was weird. I didn't know if it was a humber dump, but I felt like the world needed to know. <laughs> I will say that's very Game of Thrones. (laughs) Wasn't it? It's so weird. And that was at seven o'clock in the morning, might I add. That that sounds fucking awful. I hadn't even had a cup of coffee. I I turned on my coffee pot. That's as far as I got. And now I'm dealing with all these goddamn birds and a five-year-old saying, what's going on? I don't understand why the birds are running into the windows. And I have to explain that they can't see the windows. And she's like, well, why not? They have eyes. And I'm like, I don't know. I remember in fourth grade with uh, Miss Pam Gaze, we were learning something and a bird smacked right into the window and (laughs) Everyone gasped, and she she just yelled, "Pay attention!" And it's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> like, you know, I I know that I know that teacher, and that tracks completely. She was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, In a okay. sort of way, sure. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a nice little hump and dumper. Um, weird. It was a weird one. Speaking of birds, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. What oh, are we should, doing? I should I should have cooked them. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Are you guys One, doing anything for <laughs> Thanksgiving? Um, no, just uh, just I'm cooking a turkey like for our household, and <clears throat> we're not going anywhere. We're not having any guests or anything. Just us. I'll make a yeah. little dinner, and I think that's what it, like I live with uh, my brother, 
and I think that's what we're doing. He works at a, a barbecue place, so he's going to bring back, like, smoked turkey, and we're just... I saw this fucking recipe for French onion mashed potatoes on TikTok, and where you make the French onions, and then mm-hmm. you just swirl it into the mashed potatoes, so it's like the gravy is in the mashed potatoes, pretty much. Oh, wow. And so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'd try it, for sure. Which I've been doing keto for a while, so fuck that for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, you deserve mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. Well, stuffing's my favorite, and I do a jalapeno mm. cheddar cornbread stuffing. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. It's amazing. And mm-hmm. maybe maybe some sausage, because I'm gay. Mm-hmm. We all know gay men love their sausage, apparently. I guess. I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> And what other what other sides are you doing? Are you doing many? I know it's just like the two. Of I was two, gonna do so. a white cheddar mac and cheese and the stuffing, and oh, the dessert I'm most excited about. Once again, a TikTok throwback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought about like making like a pie or something. I know what I'm doing though. I saw okay. a recipe on TikTok for. Do you remember uh, Dunkaroos? Yes. I saw the recipe to make that frosting. So I'm making that frosting uh, and then just buying like animal cookies or like sugar cookies to mm-hmm. dip into it, which it's a pack of uh, Funfetti mix, mm-hmm. the Funfetti cake mix. Yeah, that's so, what I figured it just all was. Uh, three, three vanilla pudding cups and uh, a tub of Cool Whip. And you mix it all together, put it in the fridge for two hours, and it's done. And that's what I'm doing. (laughs) That sounds sounds pretty good. Um, Similarly, I made, for Halloween, I made a pumpkin pie dip, which was very similar to that, actually. Um, But instead of the frosting, it was pumpkin pie-like filling, like a pie filling. And then also vanilla pudding and also Cool Whip. In, in pumpkin pie spice because pumpkin oh, pie well, itself it's, tastes it's like It's not Funfetti shit. frosting. It's the Funfetti cake mix, but yes. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, so it's yeah, just the be, flavoring of it. That'll like, be very good. So, yeah, it's, oh, that'll be very very good. And you also dipped, um, like, graham crackers or whatever in, in this pumpkin yeah. pie dip as well. So it was very You're good. You're just on the same. If there's a yes. page, we're both on it. Yes, you know? I love it. <laughs> I don't I was, know what uh, else I'm going to do for mine. I'm just going to buy a fucking pie. I'm not. I don't know. I can't do the green bean casserole, which. No, not doing people that People love. Like, it's like, I'll do it with, like, Heracovere, like, fresh green beans. But, like, yeah. I'm not. I can't do the canned with the cream of mushroom shit. Like, no. You know, taking it up. I honestly like using fresh green beans. It takes it up a whole different notch. That's a way better notch to be honest. I think. Yeah. It just canned green beans fucking disgust me at this point. And I'm I'm, not even bougie. Like I've slept on pillows without pillowcases for a long time. Like I am not bougie. (laughs) Yeah. But they are just better for sure. Um, I'm kind of over it for an, I, I feel like I have to go many years without having it. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot that existed. And it's real good. Well, just the, it, well, the holidays, I saw this fascinating, uh, interview. It was this woman for LGBT rights saying how like gay people across the country are relieved to, like, not go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because, for real. And she was saying, like, she was saying she doesn't want to, like, weigh, you know, she's not going to weigh one oppression against another by any means. It's just, like, you know, if someone's feeling a certain way to go back to their family, like, if, you know, if they're white, black, Hispanic, whatever, they usually, home is, like, a safe place, but, like, most of the time, if you're gay or something, you go back home and you're the only gay one. And then it's just like, oh, this still isn't my space, is it's it? It's a whole thing. And especially if it's, like, people you don't see often. 
Yeah, which I'm not saying that's the way. It's just like if politics got brought up or something. Like I would, I would gladly see my parents. Whatever. Yeah. Um, like it's fine. It's just. I, it's yeah, it's well, hard to think about other people because you don't normally. Um, yeah. But like tonight, I'm gonna make some brownies to put in. I make uh, I make little packets with like toothpaste and toothbrushes, deodorant for like homeless people. I'm making brownies tonight after this to like put in those to. And then I was gonna ask my brother if we should make little because I have a bunch of those like disposable containers. Um, mm-hmm. to make like a little Thanksgiving bowl thing, like a like a KFC bowl, like a KFC bowl, but Hell Thanksgiving because yeah. I would yeah. like that. But <laughs> Hell yeah, that's the best thing to do with leftovers. And buy a bunch Shovel of mini, like what I put in my little packets. It's mini liquor bottles, you know, the mm-hmm. airplane bottles, just in case you want a one-off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because everyone deserves it on a holiday. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I've been doing this for months, but... <laughs> yeah. Just... And I'm not holidays. <laughs> I'm, I've drank a full bottle of wine already. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so I was looking up, uh, like, like, stories of the week or whatever, mm-hmm. and... So, did you see Cardi B got Billboard Woman of the Year? I did see that. And Good for her. Good for her. But, but no, a lot of people were talking shit because she only had one song, WAP, right? Right. But, I mean, how much did it blow up completely? Exactly. That's what like, I was let's, saying. Let's give credit where credit is due. Well, no. So, I wanted to read you her response to it. I hope. I'm I'm sure it was good because she is very oh, yeah. sassy. <laughs> uh, she said, "For you cry babies, that's like what she only got one song. Yeah, I got that song, bitch. You know, the one that sold the most, the one that streamed the most, the one that had Republicans on Fox News crying about it, <gasps> the one that's about to be six times platinum in three months." The one that had your grandma popping her pussy on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, bitch, that one. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's very good. She very also said, good. for over a year, I've been influencing and using my platform for y'all to vote, not just when Joe Biden yeah. was going up against Trump. I've that's been true. informing y'all about your senators. I've been... U- I've been informing y'all about districts and midterm elections using my money, my own money, to meet up with these candidates like Bernie flying out tired after shows. Yeah, that was me, bitch. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Wait to finish. Eat it up. I'm just that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, who else could name a more influential song of the year? Like, all the fucking, the texts, the TikToks that you see online where Mm -hmm. the mom's like, why'd you tell your dad that WAP meant wings and pizza? He invited (laughs) the whole neighborhood over for WAP. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, I think good, good for her. Good for well, her. Well, especially, yeah, like, I mean, also, like, the one song, yeah, but it's, like, it's during a COVID year, we'll say. I mean, that for sure. And I wouldn't lie if I didn't say that I wasn't bopping to her last album a couple summers ago when, when that was, when that came out. I mean, yeah. granted, it was a couple summers ago, but damn. Bodak Yellow slaps still. I'd still oh, yeah. listen to it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's great, too, that she, like, I don't know, that, that she was being that influential voice because a lot of people do nothing with the power that they have. And I know a lot of people are like, we don't give a shit about what celebrities say, which I get it because sometimes I don't either. 
I mean, well, I don't either, but I'm just. But there saying, are people like, that look up people to her downplay. That yeah. People downplay someone because they rap or something, but it's like, okay, like how many country singers are out there like advocating for people to vote like live on their Instagram in in a culturally enticing way, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone just saying. Make sure you vote and then posting a picture. Yeah. And at this point, I mean, it is and it kind of is becoming more of a big deal and stuff to to. I don't know, to just bring more awareness to things in general. Yeah, I would love like to the go rock back the to vote a, shit they did in the 90s. Exactly. Like, but I would love to go back to a date when it didn't fucking matter. But unfortunately enough for us, it, it kind of does. We've got like, you know, futures and children and like things to actually think about now because we're old. <laughs> Speaking of being old, do you know what I watched before we started this podcast? What? Which I will recommend 110%. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion is on oh. HBO Max. <laughs> oh, it is? Yes. Oh. So, to a company, oh. they added all the seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on HBO <gasps> Max. And oh then God. they did an hour and 15-minute reunion special with everybody. I was oh. crying. Okay, so, well, but I mean, Uncle Phil, you know. Yeah, no, not that. They tell the beef why Aunt Vivian went from one lady to the other. Oh. Ooh, I'm, I'm, oh, I want to know, but I also want to watch it. Yeah, no, just watch it. It's, it's okay. good. But, and the original Aunt Vivian looks exactly the same. Like, oh, my God. I fucking love that show. Yeah, and they just, like, they kind of tell just about how much of a phenomenon it was because it would play during Monday Night Football, but it still got so much attention. Yeah, I I mean, I I definitely, definitely watched it over football for sure. (laughs) And fun fact, if you have AT&T, you get that with HBO Max for free with your plan. Just oh, saying. Nice. Well, I already have HBO, so. Yeah, I know, because after I, I opened up my journal thing that I have, and I have your password written down, because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you gave it to me when like, I. Oh, shit. I know. Speaking well, of which. tell it, all of you listening the password. Don't do that. You don't have my Netflix, right? Because I canceled Netflix, by the way, if you do. Okay, no. I have my own Netflix, and I okay. can't remember the last time I watched it. That's, what, that's why I'm getting rid of it. I watched something the other day for the first time in months. Ollie doesn't watch it. Chad doesn't watch it, so I'm just getting rid of it. I mean, I know there's stuff on there that I would watch, but I don't care enough right now. And, like, the couple things that I do watch are on HBO or Hulu. So, the ones that I watch, like, regularly, I mean. So, I was just yeah. like, whatever. And Hulu's the cheapest for me. It's still only, like, five ninety nine. So. And Netflix, Netflix went up again. I got a deal a while ago because I was going to cancel, I think, or something. And I got a promo that was like, oh, we'll give it to you for five ninety nine. And I was like, all right, I'll stay. <laughs> Yeah, I need to do that, too. But Netflix is going up to, like, $17 or something, and I was just like, all right, man. Like I literally opened it the other day, and then I was like, LOL, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm That's not going to watch anything. every time. If I go on HBO, I find something. If I go on Hulu, uh, sometimes I find something. Yeah. I mean, like, my I usual Hulu, stuff. I have your Disney Plus. I have... Yeah. HBO Max, like, what more do I need? In Disney Plus, I'm not even fucking paying for. That's, like, free, so. Okay, I'm going to give you all the Disney Plus password. <laughs> no, you do not. Um, but the uh, the second episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City came out this week. <gasps> I need to watch that. I've heard it's very good from multiple It's so people. good. Yeah. And it gets 
second episode even juicier because uh, there was the bitch who's married to her step grandpa. Oh yes, I saw a clip of that and I was losing it. I need to watch that okay, badly. But I I was listening to a different podcast, Juicy Scoop, with Heather McDonald, who was on mm-hmm. Chelsea lately. Um, she brought up other situations where she's like, actually, we've heard about this before, but no one cared. So Morgan Freeman had an affair oh. with his step-granddaughter. Yes, I did know that. So look this up. And then her his step-granddaughter was murdered by her boyfriend because he tried giving her an exorcism. <laughs> Whoa. And fucking killed her. Like, wow. Didn't know that part. But I knew, I knew that he was dating his, uh, you know, whatever granddaughter. Stuff well, it was like, well, in the tabloids, it was all alleged. But everyone's like, no, that shit he happened. was. Yeah. yeah. And then brought up the most famous Woody Allen. Yeah. Like, Woody Allen married his adopted daughter. Yes. What a he was crazy. he was her adopted father for what like ten years and yeah. then married her left Can... uh, uh oh uh, what's her nuts Pharaoh uh Mia Pharaoh Mia Pharaoh yeah yeah who was also super weird by the way but um yeah like can you even imagine can oh just no I can't even stand the people I'm related to half the time anyway let alone oh god just so fucked up and and well she talked about in the second episode how like she doesn't talk to her mom anymore because her mom was pissed because she wanted to marry him and because like it it uh, they're Pentecostal or whatever, and uh-huh. like she took over the whole church. They had a bunch of homes, a bunch of money, like. And the, sorry, honey, so, that's a cult. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Anyways, wild. So for a Bravo moment, if y'all want to look into it, but yeah, we should we should get into the books. That, we talked about yeah. the books we've read or going to read or over the last couple months or summer. Um, yeah, definitely. So one of the my favorites that I started with, um, it, it's called Open Book by Jessica Simpson. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that book is fucking juicy. Like, she... Like, I can't stand autobiographies or whatever where they hold back. She lets it, like, the first, the first line of the book, if this could hook someone, because it got me, she's like, it's 7 a.m., and we're going to my daughter's recital at school, and I'm already on my second drink. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Wow, I didn't know it was like that for her. She's, like, from my glitter cup. So every time she references a glitter cup, that means it's a vodka and cranberry. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so I thought it would be fun. We do, like, any book we bring up, we do a 15-second, like, synopsis on it. Uh Uh-huh. So mine for hers is glitter cup, cranberry vodka, John Mayer is a dickhead, and my favorite line when she broke up with Nick Lachey, her dad was fighting for money in the divorce, and she said, I'll make it back, just give him what he wants, and then she says, I made it back by about a billion dollars, because she started her empire. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I have a question about that, though, real quick. What? Um, so the, the whole time during that whole stage of time where it was, like, chicken out of the sea, <laughs> that, like, dumb shit All that she was fake. doing. Okay, 
was it because she was putting on that like dumb blonde sort of thing or was it because she was like half drunk half the time no no that was that was before her drinking shit she when they because the whole newlywed show Mm -hmm. um she was saying how like her and nick they didn't even really like each other halfway through but they'd be like what should the storyline be yeah, very pro- and produced. And so they yeah. would, like, make shit up. I mean, I had a feeling of that, but it was more or less, like, I knew that it, it had to have been fake, but at the same time, I wasn't sure if it was, like, alcohol-induced. Um, maybe she No, was just, not like... at that point. Okay. Okay, okay. But read the book. It's good. A I kind of want to A lot of family drama. I have a hard time with, with autobiography-type things because I've read a few of them and some of them have been really really not good like Stassi Schroeder's was so oh, bad from Vanderpump Rules oh it was so bad and so, see so and bad. that made the New York Times bestsellers list so it is, it's purely like, because of how many copies she sold because there's exactly. no way yeah. exactly. it's, it's purely based it's not, monetarily it's not critically yeah. reviewed or anything yeah. Yeah, there's no way that should have been on any shit ever. It was it was bad. It was poorly written. It was a disaster. It wasn't even interesting. I felt like I wasted my entire. Well, it didn't take very long to read because it was very simple. But I felt like I'd wasted what how many of our hours it took me to read it. Well, yeah. When and then when she came out with the like when she got canceled for yeah yeah being, I read it before she got canceled and uh, I was like oh. Yeah, and then they're like, she lost her second book deal. It's like, uh, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) we're really missing out too much there. If it was anything like her first. Um, And you can tell it was not ghostwritten. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Or edited. (laughs) Or really looked at whatsoever. Uh, Well, I will say, okay, so this this month, the beginning of November, um, husband and I were like, well, he approached me and he was like, let's have like a reading contest and see who can, who can, um, you know, read the most books this month or whatever. So I was like, okay. And then we told some of our friends, so some of our friends are doing it too. And so far I've read three books. I read Padma, Padma Lakshmi's oh. book. Love, Loss, and What We Ate, and that is such a good book, like, and you realize, like, she made the book just because she's so hot, and she's only, she was married to Salman Rushdie, who's, like, the most famous author in India, and he has, I think his book was voted in the 80s early 90s the best book ever written Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) she was married to him she got knocked up by the uh michael dell who's the brother the cfo for dell computers at the same time she was dating the president of mgm studios or something (laughs) so it's like (laughs) she is um, stupidly gorgeous, and yeah, I her, love her. It's her speech, her, it's her elocution, like every yeah. her articulation, everything is just like how I want to speak. I, I just know. can't. And <laughs> it's such like so that was an audiobook, and it I could have listened for ten more hours. Like speaking of Padma Lakshmi, uh. When I had, I just watched that, um, always be my maybe or whatever. And when she, uh, Ellie Wong was dating Keanu, then the rebound from, from her other, uh, boyfriend that she had before he was, he was like dating Padma Lakshmi (laughs) and she's like, oh, great. Actually, always be my maybe. I think that was the last fucking movie I watched on Netflix. I'm not lying. That is the last one I watched, and it will remain that. And it came out, like, a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Ali Wong. She's, I like her a lot. She's brilliant. <laughs> um, Another one, uh, oh, a really good read. 
not just for autobiography, for like a learning thing. Uh, Leah Remini's Troublemaker, where she talks all about Scientology. Oh, that would it's be very so good. Like, because she talks about all the shit she had to do for Scientology, how much yeah. money she had to spend at Tom Cruise's wedding. Um, they all like it's not a spoiler. It's just like one of the many things they kept calling her. They're like, because her best friend is J Lo, and they're like well, does J-Lo want to come? And J-Lo's like, I don't even know Tom Cruise, but yeah. And then kept trying to keep Leah away from J-Lo the whole time because they were trying to have people recruit her into Scientology. Like, so good. That is so wild. Yeah, I think that would probably be a good good one to read. Well, and you just learn a lot about, like, what the fuck happened with Scientology in, you know, early 2000s, like, why it blew up and stuff. Yeah. Just juicy. (laughs) Yes, I love some juicy cult uh, knowledge. Um, Another one, speaking of the pharaohs, we talked about, um, what's his face, Woody Allen. Mia Farrow's son, Ronan Farrow, he wrote the book Catch and Kill. Catch and Kill, uh, it's the whole, he's the one who broke the Harvey Weinstein shit. Oh, really? Yes. And so he's a reporter. And P.S., everyone take a second. And I don't even like blonde men or white men that much. But Google Ronan Farrow. And um, he's, I hear you whispering. Yes, because someone decided to come down even when she wasn't supposed to. Oh, this is me everyone. If, this is her daughter. <laughs> you had to ask me if your dad was in the shower. No. What can I do if I can't sleep? Well, don't get out of your bed and walk all the way downstairs. That's not going to help you sleep. My dad used to say, you just choke yourself a little bit until you fall asleep. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what he used to tell us. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's like, oh, you just choke yourself until you fall asleep. Um, are I'm you not kicking me. <laughs> That's so funny. Holy cow. Okay, one one second. I got to deal with this. Okay, I'll explain this book. Anyways, okay. uh, so Ronan Farrow, son of Mia Farrow. He's gorgeous, and this was another audiobook. Um, he cracked the story about Harvey Weinstein and all his, like, not just alleged shit, like, on the book. Like, well, the audiobook, at least, they actually play the audio of, like, people, like, women saying, like, please let me out of the room. Don't touch me. Like, leave me alone. And... They even say, like, they bring up, because Harvey Weinstein had so much money, he hired this Israeli group to pretend to be um, Rose McGowan's friends, because Rose McGowan was an actress on Charmed, and she was in Scary Movie, um, had hired people to pretend to be her friend, because she had a book coming out about him hired them to be your friend to find out what was coming out. And that's why if you ever Google Rose McGowan, if you ever see why she's fucked up, it's because of this man. Like, yes. Yeah. I actually did. I, I had read something about that. Yeah. Where like he hired people to be her friends. Yeah. To find out what happened. And then she found that out. Trust anyone. So fucked up. Like, (laughs) for years they were her friends like yeah so wild but it's called catch and kill it's a it's a wild read that is extremely wild what have you read any others yes um so i made a huge mistake (laughs) in surgery i've seen some shit it's fine but like there was some stuff in this book that was so fucked up that I 
literally couldn't think of anything else for days after reading it. And now it's been like a week and I can't read any other book. Like it's, it's uh, just ruined reading for okay. me. Okay. So what did that for me, the same thing, um, Gerald's game by Stephen, oh, yeah. ha- uh, Stephen King, Stephen Hawking, Sorry. LOL, uh, <laughs> Stephen King, uh, so Gerald's game. I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, it came out on Netflix, and then I'm like, oh, I'll. So on Audible, I'll listen to the book before I watch the movie. Mm-hmm. The book fucked me up because, mm-hmm. like, and I would listen to it on my way to work, and they graphically detailed like a pedophilic rape scene, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like. I don't know if I like this. Yeah. (laughs) So I never watched the movie. (laughs) Um, I watched the movie and it was, I don't remember any pedophilia being involved. However, I, I remember it being pretty like. That's the whole point why the girl's so fucked up because her dad raped her so much as a kid, but they don't put that in the movie. Yeah. They don't put that in the movie at all. There was nothing about that. Um, it was just pretty much this guy. In the movie. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. This, this, guy handcuffed his wife in a cabin. Yeah. Right. And tortured her basically. Um well the uh the American Psycho one, so he you know, kills some people in the movies or whatever, but like the extent of the graphic, absolutely graphic detail that goes into the murders that he uh does in this book is mind boggling. Like I about halfway through, I started wondering, uh, it just a touch in my brain, like, I wonder if anyone's investigated this fellow that wrote the book, you know? Because well, he's, he's going into some details that even, uh, is pretty fucked up. <laughs> even with Stephen King, I've read a lot of his books, and his are mostly so, like, fucked I don't up, know, yeah. supernatural horror. Mm-hmm. And this was just, like, very personal horror that I did not mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah, that's how this one was. It was very, like, there wasn't anything supernatural about it. It was, it was just so graphic. And the sex scenes, because uh, there was a ton of sex scenes that were just horrendously graphic. Every detail. And then, like, the, spoiler alert, just warning you, I'm assuming most of you are not going to read it. And I highly suggest you don't read it, in fact. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the payoff at the end is zero there's zero payoff you read a whole book where this dude is torturing people he is murdering people he's raping people and like just graphic horrible scenes of of just killing people and at the end they're just like did he imagine it who's to know (laughs) i hate see that's why uh, with horror movies like it bothers me so much if if there's no chance for the heroine or hero in the movie, mm-hmm. like no. paranormal activity, like the fucking at like end of the first one, like the woman or the guy, they make it out alive. And then mm-hmm. right before the credits, something comes and like snaps his neck. Then I'm like, okay, right. that's not fun. Like yeah. <laughs> make it fun. Well, like, okay, Sixth Sense, everyone's seen it. It's very old. The whole, you know, shtick about the whole time he was dead or whatever, you know, and you can go back and watch it and be like, okay, now I can see. But it translates. Yeah, it translates well, and it still makes a good movie. This one, however, at the end, they imply that he's imagined most of this. They imply it. They don't even outright say it. There's no definitive answer on this. But you don't know how much of all of the shit that he's talked about and went through and done, allegedly. You don't even know how how much of that is real. There's no tell signs on which things actually occur and which things don't. And that made it infuriating that I wasted like eight hours of my life reading this book. Right. For nothing. Oh, I was so mad when I got done reading it. I was like halfway through it or three quarters of the way through it. And I was like, I just want this to be over. And I finished it and I was furious, like fuming mad. Go to Chad and I'm like, 
listen. <laughs> I'm about to punch someone. Because I've this seen is, some shit. This is unfair. I had to tell him about this graphic scene. I'll spare you the details, but it was so bad. I was like, I have to tell someone about this because it was so messed up. I can't believe it happened. And then there was no payoff for it. It's like unconscionable. Yeah, I don't like that. Someone needs to investigate Bryce and Ellis because I think he's murdered <laughs> some people. <laughs> Just saying. Jesus. Well, on a lighter note, this uh, this summer I read all the Twilight books. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Should I do that? Is that worth uh, it? Uh, yeah, they're very quick and they're better than the movies, but I hadn't seen the movies and I watched them, and I was like, eh, like, it's, I don't know, it's like Harry Potter compared to the books, like, not yeah. as good, but you get something out of them, they made yeah. them, like, they do the lighting well, I don't know. Clearly, they were uh, pretty popular, but I feel like there was a bit of cheese involved in um, Right, in also, I read all the, well, not all of them, but the... His Dark Materials, The Golden Compass, The Subtle Knife, The Amber uh-huh. Spyglass, like that series. Mm-hmm. The Golden Compass series, I'll just call it. And I got halfway through the last book, and I'm like, I'm so fucking bored. And I looked it up on Wikipedia, <laughs> how it ended. <laughs> and it was boring. <laughs> boring. Um, yeah, that's kind of, well, that, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about the third book that I read. <laughs> what, what, what one was that? That one, um, oh, I gotta remember the name of it. Did I write it down? I don't know. So there's this series of books called the Dresden Files, which I had okay, heard of. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, and someone lent it to me. And... I was like, they were like, oh, it's about a wizard who, like, solves mysteries. And I was like, okay, that sounds pretty sweet. I like yeah. that. Um, oh, it's called Stormfront by Jim Butcher, and it's part of the Dresden Files, I guess. So, yeah, it's basically about, like, a wizard who solves things, you know, mysteries in general. However, I think it's a good concept, and I can see why people will be drawn to it. However, I felt like the writing was very juvenile and, yeah. like... And I don't mean in a youthful way of, like, you know, appealing to children. I feel like the person writing it, they were no Stephen King. And I'm not saying Stephen King is, like, the, you know, thing that you aim to be. But yeah, I mean, but there's no, like, background. There's just, there's just something like, about certain ways of writing. And this guy just doesn't quite, there's, like, a subtle misogyny behind it or something. Or, like, not misogyny. It's, like, a... um. Uh, what's where people like really want to live in the old days and I'm not talking the racist version of the old days, but the, like the, the, like, Like you gotta, you gotta open a car door for a lady and you gotta like put your coat down over a puddle. I feel like it was a young guy yearning for that milady type, um, uh, version of history, you know, Mm -hmm. where, you know, the man's got to do what a man's got to do. And the way that the women were described, I pay attention to. And it just is like, OK, do we have to do this? Right. Uh, talk about their tits every time. It's not. I know Stephen King does that shit, too. But like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It gives me a weird feeling <clears throat> sometimes where I'm just like, OK. How many books are there? There's a lot. I think there's. I don't know, probably like 18 or something. I don't, I don't know. I only, um, my friend Bar, uh, lent me this one book, probably 17 novels. Yeah. So I knew it was in the teens. Um, Jesus Christ. And I think this might've been the first one. I think it was called Stormfront. And, um, don't you, don't you get weirded out when like something has that many and you don't know anybody that reads like, any of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I had heard of it and I wasn't sure why. And then someone said that they had read them. And then actually my mom was like, yeah, I've heard of those. I think I have one or one or two of them. And I was yeah, like, cause oh, I've heard okay. of Jim butcher for yeah. sure. 
and I know I had two, but I'd never written them. He, if you <laughs> go ahead and Google picture of that dude, he looks like, okay, look at him. And then imagine what he would write, and that's exactly what he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Butcher. Give it a goog. There was oh, a picture on the Oh, there. yep. There's a oh, picture on I'm the insert. I'm pretty sure you dated him before your husband. <laughs> uh, I don't know the accuracy of that, but. Well. I, I don't <laughs> think I ever dated any m'lady types, but uh, this guy is definitely one of those from what I'm reading. He Overall, like, like he, he looked like moaning Myrtle without the pigtails. <laughs> the book wasn't necessarily bad. And here's the thing. I read The Hobbit first. Then I read American Psycho, and then I read that one. It was a fucking roller coaster, I tell you. Going from The <laughs> Hobbit to American Psycho to that, goddamn, that might have affected my my psyche as well. You know, like. Well, I'm yeah. uh, currently reading the newest Hunger Games book. It's a prequel. There's a new one. Yeah, it's a prequel. It's called uh, Songs of. Or ballads of snakes and birds. Did did you read the the other ones? It just it just yeah, I read all of them. Were they but good? This one, yeah, I okay. actually really liked them. But this one just came out this summer, like okay. two months ago maybe. Um, but this is you know Snow is like the president or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This is his childhood. Oh, okay. like, like why he becomes the person he is and where I'm at in the book. It's actually really interesting. You know how um, they have mentors for the Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Woody Harrelson or whatever. Haymitch. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. He was Haymitch. Like, mm-hmm. who um, meant because he won the games before. Well, mm-hmm. this was so. This book, this is the first Hunger Games where they had mentors. So they took all these people from District One to mentor all the other districts. Mm-hmm. And where I'm at in the book, he's mentoring District Twelve because he was like, he was like poor for District One, and mm-hmm. the female champion or whatever who's going into the Hunger Games. He's, like, slowly falling in love with her, and it's it's good. I like it. Okay. I, um, I actually was kind of surprised. I, I kind of enjoyed the movies. I didn't think I would, and I thought it was going to be No, like I a... did. I, I did, too, like, for what they did with them. The books, like, everyone said, I mean, like I said, like, if someone's like, did you see the new Fast and Furious? I'm like, the books are better. <laughs> Just to be yeah. a dickhead uh, yeah. about any movie, but yeah, like, the books are better, but the movies I like them like yeah, but that's, I'm basic. That's kind of what I figured. Like, well, I know that I just shit on the Hobbit earlier. I mean, not the book because the book was fantastic, but. Like, Lord of the Rings, I really enjoy the movies. I'm positive that the books are better because The Hobbit was so much better than, than the movies. And I, I mean, I actually like the Lord of the Rings. So I don't know. Like, the books are you almost unanimously better than the movies. Yeah, but, around. like, even with Harry Potter, like, they my friend... They did though, I still think. My friend Hannah Lane had to explain this to me where... She's like, just see them as two different things. And yeah. I did. And when she said that, I'm like, you're right. Like, because anytime the Harry Potter movies are on, I watch them. But, you know, when the first, like, three came out, I'm like, this is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I remember doing the same thing for that, too. But I still, like, actually like... I still actually like those movies. I like to go back and watch them. Yeah, I do too. It's just like there were certain things like when they yeah. started making <laughs> making all the 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 spells a whip cracking, you yeah. know, like like yeah, it's like where the fuck is that coming from? 
guys. I got really, really into that in the last few books, I think. It was very, very much. Um, well, I, not to keep bringing it back to The Hobbit, but damn, it's on my mind. Like, they took one whole ass book and made it into three movies. Like, I, I mean, know, you cannot that's tell just me like, that that's going to translate well. That's a motion picture shit. It's such like, bullshit. Capitalistic bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. I actually, I, I watched all the Hobbit movies before I read them. And I actually enjoyed the movies because I went and saw them in the theater just for fun. And I thought that they were just fine. They were a little bit long. Because how else would you and your husband get horny? I know. (laughs) Hey, you want to go on a date to see a fucking Hobbit movie? Hell yeah. (laughs) Let me show you my feet later. Yes, I'm going to put on my (laughs) Hobbit feet. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just it was a dis- it was really good though to read a movie after you had or read a book after you had already seen the movie and be like, wow, I actually really still enjoyed that. Yeah, that's great. That was a good feeling. And then I tried watching the movies again, and I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and Ollie's oh, sitting there, a- and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's another a simple favor. I read that book and. The movie is awful, but oh, man. anyways, what a what a disappointment. I guess we should wrap this up, but yeah, probably. I could talk forever about books and movies, though. Yeah, I know. Same. I just wanted to give some people ideas if they wanted to. Assuming yeah. the people listening know how to read. <laughs> Let's not make assumptions, okay? Okay. Well, the. The uh, the moving pictures are available for most of the books we talked about. So. Yeah. True. 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 And don't worry, we're bringing back the fun facts next week because I already have my list ready. Oh so. man. <laughs> I can't wait to look like an idiot, uh, mm-hmm. not knowing stuff. Well, Super I great. hope you. I hope you all have. A wonderful weekend, and we will be back with you on Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Okay, well, Nikki, don't let your pussy below. Don't let that be loud. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.